What we doing it for? We doing it for the culture. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Monday, everyone. It is February 4th. 2019. Come on, somebody. Ah, what's up? It's the first of the month, y'all. Welcome to the For the Cultures podcast. I am one of your hosts, Bex Bumbo. What a do, Kaipu? It's your host, D-Boy. And we are on episode 25. Quarter spoon. Quarter spoon. It's pretty exciting, huh? It is. It is hella exciting. Especially because, you know, like we made a big deal about celebrating episode 20. Yeah. We had Paula on here for episode 20, which was really cool. And then now we're at episode 25 and it's like, this this seems monumental as well. Remember, do you remember when you turned 25? Yeah. Did you have like a sort of like a quarter? They call it a quarter the life. Quarter life crisis. Yeah, I didn't have nothing. You didn't have nothing. No, <laughs> I felt like I did because it was like, damn, twenty five. Where am I in my life? Is it was it turn up twenty five or? Uh, not really. Nah, Ooh. it was Revelation twenty five because I think oh. that's when I was like making a decision to consider going back to school. Come on. Yeah, because I've been I had been turning up before it was called turn up. Oh, <laughs> what was it called back then? It was called Get Fucked Up. <laughs> it was called that. Remember that song? Get Fucked Up, Get Fucked Up. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, shit. But it's like at that moment when it's like 25, it's like, oh shit, I'm five years away from 30. Dang. And we about five episodes away from 30. Shit, we about to turn Woo! up when there's episode I'm 30. I'm excited, man. You know what? There have been times where I've been like, Danny Boy, let's just take a bye week and relax. I don't want to do and this. Look, and look at Danny Boy be put, just pushing me and keeping me accountable. We got to go. We got. I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to, like, our follow. We got to, you know, we got we owe this to our listeners and those who just kind of, you know, remain faithful and tap in with us. Man, they're waiting for this. We got to do this and put it out there and be consistent regardless. And I was like... Damn, Danny boy, you don't want to relax. I mean, you're the busiest of both. You know, you're over here just like, man. But you know, I what, love it. In addition to all that, at the core of it all is really to get spend uh, to get to spend time with you. Yeah, I know because Thank I you. feel like uh, I always like you fill my cup. Oh, uh, because you know by the by the end of the week, my shit is empty. <clears throat> okay, you know, and it's like, what are the things that help refill my cup for the week coming up and this is definitely one of them what? you know being able to share the vibe you right. know with you yeah and, yeah and Thank just you. you know we, we we get in a space where we get to share our creativity and yeah. our ideas and our experiences and so another way to fill danny's cup is with a bottle of don julio and a, a <laughs> moscow mule from what i've learned at moi in oakland <laughs> So, but yeah. that's nobody's business. That was only on a that was on one occasion. It was a special occasion. It was a because you know a... I am doing this whole <laughs> sobriety thing, right. but like the the thing about it is that like I'm 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 not restricting myself. Right. I'm I'm gonna do it when the occasion is fit because I you know before it was like yeah the occasion was every weekend or mm. the occasion is when I fucking felt like it or when I was going through some things right, right. and it's like reverting that energy to right. other things in that contribute to my my physical and yeah. mental and spiritual health right right or my my wealth right because mm. health is wealth okay but like when it's special occasions like you and i going out on like our first real outing outing right, right? having our night cap <laughs> 
plug, with plug, cap plug. with a Q. <laughs> cap with a Q, you know. Uh, that was a special occasion, and it was that really was, great time. That was lit. It was a good night. <laughs> that was fun. With some thirty and over type <laughs> shit, you know. We we went out had a shout we pregame. Shout out to Spoolu. Shout out to Spoolu. Shout out to Spoolu again for you know? creating an amazing event and taking us to this bar called Starline. Shout out Starline. <laughs> Starline Club. And that's funny. We still talking about it because we talked about it last episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it was a really good time. Man, I was not expecting. This is just kind of like. A rant outside of our like our welcome, but I was not expecting Starline to be that big when we got upstairs to it, that club. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that was huge. It was. It was fun too. You know, like um, I know you was on, you had to go outside. You was on the phone. <laughs> I was on the phone with someone. But even uh, like me going inside and just being with with uh, Spoolu and who else? We was we was with uh, Taylor and we was at Ado. He was with the team. Yeah, just uh, you know, a few of the models from the evening. It was fun to just like I was sitting back, I was sitting down, because you know, I'm I'm the big dude, and my knees and my legs ain't what they used to be, <laughs> so I gotta sit down and I'm just watching folks and I'm just hyping everybody up and Aww. you know sitting there and dancing and shit. And they trying to get me on the dance floor. I'm like, nope. You know, a big dude dances best sitting down. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was really big in there. It was cool. It was cool. That was actually the first time I actually told my friend I was like, you know, I've been to quite a few like queer bars. Usually they're like more dominated by male, mm, by men. But there right. was like hella girls there. I was like, right. oh, wow, there's like a this. That was the first time I've seen a queer bar dominated Full by of women. women. Yeah, was like, and you know, it felt good to be a queer man in that space. I know. Because you didn't feel like you had to fit like this kind of mold, right? You was just around a bunch of women, different, beautiful women right. of all races. And, and like, you just didn't feel like you were, how you would feel, I guess, in a queer, uh, a queer bar full of men. Right, yeah. Anyhow. So it was lit. That night was lit. We, we, we didn't even talk about that night because we'll probably talk about it on our own. Nah, nah, time. you know. It, it, it was what it was. What happened at Spoo's <laughs> event stays at Spoo's <laughs> event. But as you mentioned, though, it's the it's our first episode of February. Yes. And just want to shout out everyone and say happy Black History Month. Come on. Black Lives Matter. Yes, Lord. Black Lives Matter to us. Um, And I just want to, you know, just... I recognize this month, the shortest month. It should not be. It should not. It should not be just a month, right? Black history should be celebrated throughout the year. Right. Um, But definitely with its uh, designation for February, we're going to shout it out. Happy Black History Month. We stand on the shoulders of a lot of black leaders and a lot of black movements that have made it possible for us as Pacific Islanders to be here in the U.S., right? And so... I just want to do my due diligence and say that I have such a huge respect for the black community, um, black leadership, um, and so many of the the movements that have happened, like, for instance, like the civil rights movement and even what I mentioned earlier, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, simply because I feel like a lot of that education pushed me to look further into my history and my um, my culture as a Pacific Islander, right? Mm. To look at how, you know, our, our past leaders, you know, were resilient and um, stood up against discrimination and oppression. Mm. And a lot of that came from, a lot of my politicization came from learning about um, 
like black history, mm. you know, in school, in media, you know, really growing up with a lot of watching a lot of uh, black television, all of my friends and family who are black, um, to even being in college and being engulfed in so many um, classes, right? Like I had a whole class about black social movements looking at all the way from Nat Turner to the present mm. and just blown away, you know, and that shit like really giving me the language and the curiosity to be like, damn, I, I feel like my people did this or like what did my people do, you know? And it's like that that's what led me to do my own Mm. sort of um, education on, like, our history, right, as specific islanders, and, like, damn, we were resisting, too. We don't know this shit, you know? And yeah. the whole thing about, like, they don't want us to know this shit, so we got to teach ourselves Jeez. type of type of deal. And even <clears throat> to think about great things like how uh, the Black Panther Party um, inspired a group of folks in New Zealand to create a branch off of the Black Panther Party, which was the Polynesian Panthers, mm. because a lot of Polynesian folks was experiencing discrimination, racism, and all of that from the New Zealand government uh, in New Zealand. Wow. Right? So just to know that, like, talking about that. these histories exist, yeah. right, is, is, it's beautiful because it's also, like, um, cross-collaboration, again, right. you know, with communities of color who are experiencing these things, and it's not about just one group of folks, right? But it's about all of us, right? It's about all of us being liberated. Mm. All of that to say, I, and, and you could say so much more, which we'll get into, yeah. you know, with this month, being Black History Month. We're going to have some conversations about anti-blackness in right. our communities. Actually, I love what Wesley Snipes says in Instagram. He says, um, Black History Month is, ce is celebrated every day. Word. It's just February is the anniversary month. Okay. Yeah, for Black History Month. So I was like, come on. We're actually celebrating the anniversary, right? <laughs> but it's an everyday. It's an it's, everyday experience. It's an everyday yeah, experience, it's right? It's not just um once, what fe every February, like once a month, a, the whole year. Really, that's the only time we want to bring visibility and recognition. That's crazy, right? And so we, oh, you yeah, know, we, we are long overdue with this conversation. That we're not. It's not going to be this episode, but we're going to have it in. Uh, this month in yeah. celebration of anniversary, Black it's History Anniversary. Anniversary. <laughs> um, yeah, but just all that to say, Happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes. Okay, but uh, before anything, you know, we're gonna just uh, first create a space, you know, ground ourselves mm -hmm. and do our do what we've been doing what the last few episodes, right? The last fall. since the twentieth. Yeah, I since think the twentieth so, right? episode. Yeah. Yeah. Paula kicked us off. With prayer, and uh, we just kind of want to... Blessings. and we'll do that really quick before we continue on with our show. So, um, am, am I doing the prayer this time? Yeah, you got it. Okay, fine. All right, it's a prayer. Fine. Let's uh, just ground ourselves and yeah. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this new day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Your word just reminds us just to be glad in our day and everything that we do. Let's do it with gladness and do it with a cheerful heart. And I pray that as everyone is just going about their Monday, that you just be with them. You just give them new strength, new wisdom, new clarity, 
and just really just give them a new, just a newfound love for whatever it is that they're doing, whether it's work, whether it's taking care of their kids, whether it's going to school, just give them a new wave of love and passion for it. We pray that you will just give us insight as we just speak about whatever it is that's in our heart. Give us wisdom and let's enjoy this uh, episode. So also give us excitement, fun, and laughter. So we thank you for everything. And we just just pray for the joy of the Lord to be our strength. And just let that be the theme for the rest of this episode. We thank you for everything you've done. It's in your matchless name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I felt that. Oh, man. The joy. Joys are... Got to continue, huh? The sparks yeah. of joy. What's the what's the sound that uh, Marie Kondo makes? If it doesn't give you... Like, when you touch an object and if it doesn't spark joy, if it doesn't give you that... Just... The... Oh, sure. <laughs> that sound. I can't do it. You know who does it really good is Soph. Shout out to Soph. Soph? Yeah, oh, Soph. Okay. Um, after our, our episode last week... Um, had hit us up, and they were like, oh, you, I, I, that would have been really dope if uh, you should have had me on the show because y'all was talking about tidying up, and I just tidied up for the third time. Oh, really? Yeah, it was dope. And then Soph went on to uh, do a live video af- after listening to our conversation and was just talking about the whole process and really broke it down Come on. Even deeper. Yeah, so I really appreciated that. Shout out to Soph. Okay, um, shout out to Soph. And even... even uh, after that, like I sat with my family in the f- the living room, we were having dinner, and I was like, "Let me put this on real quick," <laughs> you know what I mean? So I could um, made it family night. Made it family night, yeah. and it was really cool. Um, we we were watching it, and my grandma was into it, my niece was into it, and even I was into it. It was all of our first wow. time watching it, and so thank you mm. for putting me on because yeah. it helped put, you know, put us all on, and I really like, awesome. I, I really like the show. It was really, I love the diversity in it. Right. And I love how Marie Kondo came in, you know, she goes into the different homes, and she's really just who she is. She brings her culture in there. I really love how she, uh, she, she, gets- she connects with the space, every, every house that she visits, because to have that connection, right? To have, yeah. like, just how we, you know. How she grounds herself and gets on the floor and just starts. Just like how we had a prayer, right? I just know. how we have, how we're having prayer or blessing every episode. It's like really to ground ourselves and, you know, like ask for blessing and, yeah. and guidance and yeah. just to show that we respect the space. Yeah. You know, it's like, I thought that that was so dope. It's part of her culture. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. So shout out to all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but as we always do, y'all, you know, uh, my we're gonna get into the ICU. Nah, flip it. <laughs> Before I'm getting excited over here. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. Before we get into the ICU, I want to get into my bruh for the yeah. week. Oh my gosh! Because it has just been, it's been a, a challenging week, but also a great week. Nice. Um, something that was really um, fun for me this week. I think that's the thing that's standing out for me is that uh, I've been having a lot of fun playing on our social media. Mm. Um, One of the the pages that I frequent a lot on Instagram is is an actor or actress or whichever, whatever is the right term, Uh, but just this creative comedian. Activist. Yes, activist, lyricist, so many things. 
under this woman's belt, but I'm speaking about none other than Amanda Seals. Come on. Amanda Seals' Instagram is lit, y'all. It's too lit. It's lit because she just keeps it 1,000 on there. You know what I mean? She talks about everything. Um, she 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 comments on the, on culture. You know what I mean? And she calls things out and really holds holds thing holds everybody accountable. Right. Men, women, white women, or women that happen to be white. You mm. know, um, just men, fuckboy, all all this shit, right? Like Amanda Seals is so dope. If mm. you don't follow her already, go follow her. But Amanda Seals does this thing that I look forward to every night. Um, on her Instagram story, where it's called Bedtime Tea, right? Mm. It's called Bedtime Tea, and I've always just been so inspired because it's so simple, and yet I just find so much enjoyment from it, right? Where it's right. like she got an intro, um, and it's got these objects moving, and then her her soothing voice is on there, <laughs> and it's like pouring some tea, right? And then it, it follows into some something that from the day, right? That that really spoke to her. And it could be some really thought-provoking shit. It could be some, you know, just some shit from the culture, right? right. Nonetheless, she's sharing, like, one thing that, that happened. And then she closes it out, and it really has this, it just really has this um, this theme about it that has always caught my eye. And I was like, damn, that's really dope. You know what I mean? Like, I'm inspired by it. And so... What I wanted to do was to to adapt that mm. for us, right? For our um, Instagram story to do something right, yeah, similar, yeah, yeah. right? Just because it's so it's so dope, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like I'm just so inspired, and and nice. I was even like really, I was really asking myself, right? Like, damn, am, am I biting off of her? You know what mm. I mean? And it could it could be it could be viewed that way, right? But I, I like to think, no, not I like to think, I am inspired by the work that she's created. Right. And so to do something similar is like, what could what could we do? And so this week, or this past week, uh, what what I've done is try to try this thing out for us. I'm calling it the nightcap. Mm-hmm. Right. Fancy. Right. We're with uh, a Q, right? With a Q. Nightcap <laughs> with a Q, y'all. And it's this. It's the same thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like a, a nightly dose of some shit. I love it. That's in the culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some shit that's funny. Some shit that's serious. Some shit that's real. You know, just some sexy. Some sexy <laughs> right. shit. And you know, like who knows what it can turn into from right. here, right? Like we could maybe we'll go off on a rant. Maybe we'll talk about some shit. And all of that to say that it's like. It's just a nightcap of a little dosage of the culture, right? Mm. And what's coming up for us. Um, and just a, another way for us to engage, you know, because it's about getting the conversation started. It's about connection. It's about connecting. Yes. Um, and it's I a, love it. It's about, you know, even just highlighting our people, right? Like, we're yeah. going to highlight our folks. We're going to talk about some shit that got to do with our folks. But even maybe outside of that, right? Yeah. And really, really opening up the... The space, right, to it. do that. And so it's just been really fun for me because it feels very creative and it pushes me to be um, alert yeah, and attentive to what's relevant or what's popping or what folks are saying because we always saying some shit or we're always talking about some shit. And it's yeah. like, what, what are other folks talking about? Because, damn, we got 
hella comedians out there. We got some folks out there who got some really <laughs> critical thought. Uh, really critical ways of looking at shit. Yeah, got some deep thinkers. And then we thinkers. got some free-minded people. Absolutely. I love them. And we got even some closed-minded people. Oh, come on now. <laughs> All of that to say that we, you know, just um, just trying out this this nightcap thing and being really um, engaged. It's, it's fun for me to do. How has it been? It's been fun. Yeah? It's been really fun. And, you know, it's funny because I had always just been collecting or just snapping just taking like screenshots of shit that I thought was hella funny. <laughs> just to have, you know, for a good laugh whenever I need it. <laughs> and to be able to use this in this way, it's like, oh shit, this this is useful. You know what I mean? This mm. is this is a good way to share some of that shit, just in case folks may have not seen it or or whatnot. Especially off of Twitter, you know what I right. mean? There's hella shit on Twitter that folks are just funny as fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been fun. It's it, been fun. It, it's a nice outlet for me. Didn't uh, you post? Did you post that um, that thing about the Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, was that a part of the nightcap, or was it just a random thing you just put on our story? Which one? The, about um, I forgot. Was, was it a, a funny meme about the Hobbs and Shaw? Um, What's Hobbs and Shaw? The Rock. The Rocks. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, How what? We, we all, what the hell is the Hobbs and Shaw movie that's coming out? The Rock, no. the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs oh, and Shaw. Is it? Yeah. All I just, all I know is that I seen, I had seen that picture of The Rock, and I think that's um, in Roman. That's Reign. Roman, right? Yeah. That's Roman Reigns. Uh, Zeddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, my cousin. <laughs> But I seen uh yeah, I seen a picture of them and it had just been floating around. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Mm. Uh but it was actually a friend of mine in Hawaii, uh, that goes by the name of Fabi Valentino. He had posted he posted up uh he posted up that pic, right? And I had seen it floating around on social media, but his post had me dying <laughs> because it was please it said, Please don't be a haka over and over and over, like hella, hella times. <laughs> and I was like, bruh. For real. <laughs> I feel that shit so much. Like, please don't be a hacker. Please don't be the same old bullshit. And it was like, I, he didn't have the share option on, so I had right. to go screenshot that motherfucker one time uh, and just throw it up there to share. You know what I mean? That's some shit for the culture. You know what I mean? These is. are the conversations that we've had about The Rock. The, the Mr. M- Dwayne Johnson. The Ma, right? Like, <laughs> like <The> bruh. <laughs> like, bruh. Oh. Come on, because you know you don't know how to find Umu like that. <laughs> Chee-hoo. Uh Even, uh, dang, there's that video where the one of the, I think he's Filipino uh, comedian, was like doing a video, clowning the rock, talking about, that's not even how you do it. And then he did it correctly. Okay. So that shit was funny, but yeah, I posted, <laughs> posted that one up for the culture that was one good. time. What are you, for what the nightcap. What, what are your thoughts on that movie? I don't know. I don't have any really. Have you, have you seen the preview? I think they already uh, ran some nah, previews on it. I really don't pay attention. You don't, you don't give a damn. Yeah, I don't really pay attention. There's like, it is what it is. There's never really any motivation for me to see the rock shit. You just are just anti-rock, huh? Not anti. I'm just like, you know, I had this conversation too on, uh, or not this conversation, but I made a comment on Twitter. Somebody was talking about how, you know, oh, Polly's just hating. Uh, all we know how to do is hate on each other when when somebody's doing good. 
and somebody was saying some. It was about the picture. Mm. It was about that very picture uh, with The Rock and Roman Reigns, and and about like, you know, he the the person who was tweeting it was saying that they're happy uh, for The Rock, and like he always put down for the culture, but per usual, you know, polys are always hating on somebody on our own people doing good. Mm. You know, and usually I don't get engaged with that bullshit, but I had to make a comment to that <laughs> one. And I was like, bro, it's not that we hating, right? Because I don't like, I hate when people say that, like when we make comments or we or we have an opinion right. on something yeah, yeah, about yeah. our culture, they right. feel like we hating. It's like, nah, bro, we, we're, uh, holding, we're holding him to a standard, you know what mm. I mean? And there should be a way in which he does this not to... Not to just exploit the culture, but to be a part of the culture, right? right. Or, or just like do better, right? You know what I mean. And if you know you can't do it, like then just own it. Mm. You know what I mean. But I feel like the the commentary or the critical analysis that's made of the Rock and his work is not hating. It's it's holding him to a high standard. It's holding him accountable to be like, bruh. You know what I mean? Especially right. you got a you got a chief title. Do better, bro. Wait, the Rock got a chief title? Mm-hmm. I think he's I think it's Seuli. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong out there, y'all, but yeah, he got a chief title. I believe it's Seuli. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that, chief. That's how I feel about uh that's how I feel about that is I ain't got no feeling for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm kind of excited for the movie. I want to see how it plays out. I mean, it's there's a huge hype right now in our community with that whole, um, you know, just I think there was just this one part, and it was just in in a picture form, but like where uh, the Rock and Roman Reign are just kind of like it looks like they're in fight mode. So you know, anytime we see like our people, our people in Hollywood, we celebrate that tough. So. I can kind of see it on both sides, but I'm excited. I want to see what comes out of it. I want to see how much. They you put. let me know how that. Is. <laughs> no, we you we let, will go. You let me know how that goes. We will go and put it out there and see what it's coming out in the summer. So I'm sure um, you guys will help me um, convince Danny Boy to nah, go they watch. Won't. The, <laughs> they won't to go watch. I need I need everyone to tap in and go to hit up Danny Boy and say, "Come on, just be open to this." I'm too busy over here trying to see how I can create more content. To create more content, but there's a film that uh, Kiana, uh, our girl Kiana Fuenga, what's up, sis? What? Yeah, she put a um, she put a post up about it yesterday. She really? posted a, a, a trailer of a film called Vi, mm. and it looks to to be I don't know much about it. I just watched the trailer, shit, quite a few times because it looks beautiful. But it's this film about or told from the lens or the perspective of. I think three different Pacific Islander women. It could be three. It could be eight. I forget. But it looks beautiful. But it's uh, it looks like it's about Pacific Islander women experiences from different islands um, with different voices, but all having a voice. Um, Where was the movie filmed at? It was in New Zealand. I think it might be. Uh, I think it's a it's a few women directors who put this film together. What? Yeah, I'm gonna do some more research on it. But like, I like just go check out the trailer, y'all. It's called Vi. We got to maybe to check 
Type in uh, Vi the movie. Mm. Uh, we'll put it up. We'll put, let's put the link up. We'll put okay. the link up in our um, details so y'all could check it out. But it looks nice. really dope. Like that's that's the movie that's, I want to see. That's what I would rather you know watch I mean? too. I don't give a fuck about the rock in the car. <laughs> you know, a motorcycle zo- zooming through, sweating a, a fucking trailer. You know what I mean? Like, nah, I'd rather see some shit about our people. You know mm. what I mean? Like, what, we gonna what, see both. There you go. <laughs> when the rock, Woo. when the rock puts out some shit that you know catches my eye that way, then I'll go see the movie. I'm gonna have to give Rock a call and be like, "Listen, my co-host, man, there's some. He just doesn't feel some. He feels some type of way. He got some words for you. I'm gonna have to talk to Rock. I'm gonna be like, "Listen here, Dwayne, sit down, Dolly. ma, sit down, ma. Dolly, <laughs> follow on my ma, follow on my eh? I gotta sit down with Chief. <laughs> we talk every now and then. Oh. I haven't, I haven't caught up with him for a while, so." We'll see what's good she with that man. He's been busy we, with his. We might give him the chief treatment and he don't even know how to receive it. <laughs> man, let's move on. Anyways. Anyways. Talk, talking about why you talking all that shit. So, bruh. What's happening, Bex? Ah, man. Speaking of films, I've been on this whole... My creative wheel has been kind of turning the whole film kind of like. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, Danny is a film major type of guy. I need to like go throw him some ideas. <laughs> but like I, I've been watching a lot of short films, Samoan mm. short films oh, on dope. YouTube. Yeah. And I just have been having like a lot of ideas and like, man, this would be kind of good to put out like as a short story and I want to see I, I literally always thought about Danny Boy like I wonder what would, what Danny Boy can do <laughs> with that camera what, what, what were some of the films that you watched I really don't know um the film the director the, the name? but they were all New Zealand yeah all mm-hmm. and that which leads me to ask this one question where the hell are all the American film directors at in terms of like Pacific in, Islander? Pacific Islanders Word. All of them are, well, most that I've got to see on either in real movies or on um, short films on YouTube, pretty much all from I, New Zealand. I mean, so much, so much beautiful art comes out of New Zealand. So much, uh, so much content. Period. Whether it's academic or whether it's art. Whether it's music, music, like acting, some like our community is so far ahead there versus us here. And, you know, I mean, you would think out here would be moving. You would think because with all the resources that I'm sure New Zealand think that we have. Well, I think that's that's you hit it right on the nail. Right. Is that like because even in our in our line of work. Right. And working for the county and, and and like the services that are available to address folks' health or anything like that, right? Like, our community's not accessing this. Mm. And it, and I maybe... That's it, major facts. Right? Maybe it could be that, like, because we don't see ourselves reflected in the different spaces, right? In, the, in these, all the way up to government, right? We don't see ourselves in these agencies. We don't see ourselves uh, being represented in, like, having, um, th- you know, like, signs or or information up on the wall like within our languages you know that's uh, true because the ogs like the ogs in our community have always said like look at folk look at communities that haven't been here that long Mm. as long as we have and they 
they have movement, they have things happening for them in their community, they're represented where there's, um, you know, things in their language that are, you know, available, like in the hospitals or mm. at the DMV or just all these different government agencies, um, whereas, like, you don't see that shit for Pacific Islanders. You don't see right. that, you don't see right, that right. shit in Samoan or Tongan or Fijian or, or what have you, right? Like, it's... We don't see ourselves. Right. And so that could be... I know that might be, like, one piece of the puzzle, but you ask a real-ass question, right? Because even for... I'll speak for myself, mm. you know, like, I have a... I'm an aspiring... I want to say I'm an aspiring filmmaker, but I have a lot of folks who really believe in me, but it's hard to, I guess, believe in myself because I, I'm very fearful of the failure because it takes so much work to even put a f- short film together, let alone, let alone like, what, what does it take to do a big film? Right. So where they at? Yeah, man, you know, man. I don't know. We just... Well, that's, I don't know. I, I was really moved by these little short, um, short films because, you know, I'm sure whoever directed the move these little short films probably could have you know probably struggled with like we need to add more we need to take you know but I don't I don't know how they you know were able to kind of produce this short film for it to kind of really paint the picture but they did an amazing Word. job and I feel like man we could do that shit too huh? it's it's that easy just put it out there put out the universe and just allow people to just enjoy just good rich content because look at you think you think of our people man we are natural storytellers that's our history right like that's how shit was passed down man so many screenwriters out there so many um just book writers we have a bunch of writers out there in our community but nobody we got a lot of storytellers in 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 terms of like being like having that mouthpiece yes i th- always think about my one of my cousins and always how like he was hella street smart but just hella smart period right you know what i mean just he- just hella smart hella charismatic but but there's so much uh you know i, I think about a quote from the film boy um there's so much wasted talent right out there right and like everybody there's so much potential mhm and yet so many of us wasted or get caught up with the bullshit that, like, it just can go to waste. Right. And we just need to start believing in ourselves, you know. and Have the courage to believe in ourselves. Have the courage to believe in ourselves and really get around people who believe in you. Who motivate us. Who motivate. Us. Yo, I hear you, Bex. <laughs> you hear I me? hear you because there has been some shit stirring up in I in believe. Me. And, like, even having conversations. I believe definitely in you. Well, thank you. No, I, I believe, believe in you too, for real, for real. Yeah, and I've been having conversations with folks, with other artists, you know, just in preparation for some shit we got coming up with other artists, and it's like hearing them tell me their processes and and just the gamble it takes to be an artist, but like being so fulfilled and right. so enriched by it, it's like fuck. Just remember how we started, Danny boy. Like literally, right, right. we we literally started with a con- just simple conversation. We had just no agenda. We had no agenda at all. Like even nothing organized or structured of like what it would look like to just put it out there. And then one day I just was like, "Let me go look into some studios." And finally, a studio opened, and we was just we like, just "Did it? 
fuck it. Let's just go with it. Not even know where we're going to go. And look what happened. Look yeah. where we are now. Episode, Episode 25. 25. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Something okay. that we would have, we could, we still could have been sitting on that. Word. Still could have just been like in conversation. Dude, we need to put, do a podcast, talk about this. And we just made one little move and look where it's at now. Mm. And just think if we did that with everything that we just right. are passionate about, like, let's just do one little video and just put it out there. You're right. So, I mean, this is for everyone, you know. Whatever it is that's stirring in your, in your heart. Whatever you're sitting on. Whatever you're sitting and you have on. And you haven't moved on it yet. Come on. Have the courage, man. Just do it. Have the courage to do it. Or, man, let's start a collective. Hit us up. And if you're in the Bay Area, we need to meet every Wednesday nights and, at a coffee shop and just start a collective, a creative c- collective. What a, what a cue. Collective with a cue. Right? <laughs> Everything. Creative with a cue, collective with a okay, cue. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that's kind of been my bro. I've just been you, stirring up. Your bro got me really thinking, though, for, for real. For real. Because, you know, two film, two short films that really come up for me, uh, which that's why I was, like, wondering if you jotted those down because... Right a, now. Go ahead. Shoot a, it to me. I'm going to shoot it to you. Sure, we're going to put this in the uh, notes, too, for y'all to check out if you haven't checked it out yet. But uh, two films, two short films that come up for me that came out of New Zealand are... Um, Ultimate, and I believe, oh my God, why is her name escaping me? It was directed by a female director. I think her name is Sina Urale. Mm. I, I believe that's her name. I'm going to look it up and we'll put it in the notes. Um, and then the other film is by one of my favorite filmmakers, uh, Taika Waititi. Uh, and the film is called Two Cars, One Night. Ooh. And it's it's really it's really special because Taika has this way of working with young people. Have you seen the movie Boy? No. You haven't seen Boy? Wait, which one? It's about the little uh New Zealand oh, no. boy and mm-hmm. his little brother Rocky and the dad comes out of jail and Mm-mm. it's a good film. But those two short films, like Ultimate is beautiful because there's hardly any uh, dialogue in it, mm. right? And I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the link in the notes. And so if y'all haven't checked it out yet, check that out and then hit us up. Let us know what you think about it. I know. And we'll we'll chop it up about it next week. Yes. Or wait, will we have time? We'll figure we'll it out. We'll probably the following week because we have a guest next week. We we're gonna chop it up with y'all uh, in the social media world. And you know you can always hit us up on the email. We could chop it up through there. But like. That film is very special because of how it was directed and and even like brought together, you know. And then even the same thing with Two Cars One Night, like it's it's a short film, but it's so you just feel you just feel the mana from both of them, right, right. And so you talking about like seeing all these short films and just having this conversation. But this isn't the first time I've been on some short films for quite a long time. I just am now coming back to that. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, oh, what? you know what? There's a there's a short film too. That I don't know if it's on YouTube, but it's by the the guy who created the film, um, the orator. Mm. The Samoan, uh, Tusi, I think his name is Tusi Tamasese. Um, but the short film he created was Va Tapuia. Mm. Right? Like the sacred the sacred 
ness of the relationship or the space between right. you and I. Okay. It's a beautiful film, too. He has a beautiful eye. Look at us talking about films. I know. <laughs> so all that to say that, like, thank you for bringing that up. Awakening this. Yes, I, I hear Danny the call. Danny the filmmaker. I hear the call. Come on. <laughs> Sheesh. Okay, y'all, we, we, we've we been in this breast section for a minute. I'm going to get to my ICU real quick. My ICU this week goes out to my sister, Sophie, also known as Fia 415. Nice. Oh, man, she's an artist. She's a dope-ass artist, a creative, and Come also on. a community leader. Um, Sophie and I went out last week. Um Getting y'all trap and paint on. Yeah, we went out to trap and paint just to, you know, go out and have fun and, you know, get ready for the week and just let loose and spend time together. And it was real fun to just be in that space with folks, having fun, letting loose, you know. There was hella folks over there twerking and shit and just getting down and painting at the same time, right? Right. And the vibe and the energy in there was just out of this world because it was like so much fun, you know. like. You just seen everybody come together. There's a lot of women in that space. Of course. There's a yeah. lot of women in that space. I was like, dang, this is fun. This is cool. Right. Um, but they had all the easels set up with the canvases and the paint. Okay. And they had the outline and they had the trap music playing and they had shit, we even took it to church one time. Okay. Um it was it was an experience. You know what I mean? Um I had, we had a lot of fun at the trap and paint. I'm I'm really ex- I'm really glad that I got to share that experience with Fia because she's, I just, I've always admired her creative eye and her creativeness because she, even as like, um, even as a scriber, right? Like she has dope, um, not penmanship, but she, she's creative in terms of like, it looked like she was tagging, right? Like she used to tag and shit, but, but it's not, it's not that she just knows how to do different, um, Different designs and different styles of like writing, or right. she knows how to draw. Wow! Right, and then now she's on this graphic design thing where she's really created a lot, a lot of um, beautiful graphics for folks, uh, like either their uh, Snapchat filters, right? Oh, wow. For folks' programs, she's designed a lot of pins. Come on! Um, so she's she wears a lot of hats because then her her daytime job. She's doing a lot of leadership development, right. a lot of civic like in uh, a lot of civic engagement with urban youth, and really getting these young folks activated and right, engaged yeah. in local government, right? To to guide them um, through this like process of being engaged and like understanding that they do have a voice and they do have a a hand in like how to hold government accountable to ensure that young people in their communities and their families have um, what they need. Right. You know, what they need in life, the basic needs, you know, the nice. rights. and Nice. And it's really dope, yeah. Fia is, she's a jack of all trades. Come on. All of that to say to my sister Sophie, I see you. Nice. I love people who are jack of all trades. <laughs> that can do it all. Okay. Man, that's what's Sometimes up. people be jackasses of all trades. Man. <laughs> Please elaborate a little bit what that is. 
Uh, you could be a jackass. You could be an asshole. <laughs> you could be a motherfucker. <laughs> nah, I'll just play. I'll just talk shit. Man. All right, we down to our chop it up section. I know we spoke a little bit about um, what we're going to talk about in this section because we spoke about ego. We, we touched a little bit about a little on bit ego. On but, last, um, yeah, last episode we touched a little bit yeah, on it. But off air, Danny Boy and I had an amazing conversation about just, you know, what goes on in our lives and how the ego just sometimes play a huge part or we struggle with, is it the ego or isn't it the ego? Like, we don't know. And this really came up because you you introduced me to what you were listening to right. with Oprah's uh, Super Soul Sunday podcast, right? And yeah. Just, Shout out to Auntie Oprah. Thank right you. Right on, Auntie Oprah. She, uh, She's been having this conversation, right, with Eckhart Tolle? Yeah. Eckhart Tolle? Yeah, our mentor. <laughs> Uncle, what's up, Uncle? Unc, <laughs> um, Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle, he's a um, phenomenal book writer. He's he's huge on um, just being conscious, you know, and being present with ourselves, being one, being grounded with ourselves. And he just he introduces just this whole kind of um, how would you explain it, Dan Boy? Just this practice or this discipline on Word. ego and yeah. self and um, self consciousness to be present yeah to be present to awaken um to awaken your conscious mind yeah because i i've always kind of looked at or i've always defined being present as just being present with the person i'm with mm -hmm. and Eckhart Tolle really helps us being present with ourselves mm -hmm. and being conscious with our every thought and right. having it come into subjection to, with our soul and our spirit just bringing making it one and I really love how uh, Eckhart Tolle, um, he, go, he has like, I think there's two parts. Is it two parts on the, the soul? Oh, no. They're going to go. I think they're going to have. They're um, doing the whole book, right? They're going to have 10 episodes. The, the one I listened to, I think it was episode, or they were on chapter four. Okay. And it's really a conversation. So the book that Eckhart Tolle um, recently wrote. And we still haven't ordered yet. Nah, we Damn we, we finna get that, though, Damn so it. we can follow along. Um it's called New Earth, mm -hmm. right? New Earth, uh, and so yeah, that's that's sort of what they're covering every week nice. on on the podcast. And you know, like you putting me on to it, and really having this uh, focus on ego, right? Like right. I've always been interested in that because, you know, the ego exists, right? Especially in in the in these times, right? Like it's not it's not anything new, right? Right. The ego, I, we're born with an ego. Right. Right. It's a part of our being. Or it's developed. Right. Um, but what was interesting is is that listening to the podcast and listening to Eckhart Tolle talk about like how, um, you know, to to really be present means to be distant or uh, not working from a place of ego. Mm. And being present in, in a moment where it's like, if you're walking in the woods, right, and you're 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 you're, you're thinking you're present, but you're walking through the woods, thinking about like what you have to do mm -hmm. later on that day, or what you have to do later on the week, or all these you know like other things are coming up in your mind. That's not you being present, right? That's you working from a place of ego where you're thinking about all these different things right that are you know <clears throat> not out of your control but like that you don't need to focus on at that moment right mm -hmm. cuz 
you're you need to be present mm. and to be present means to be exactly where you are focusing on everything that you're seeing and feeling and touching what's in front of you yeah and what you're um standing in yeah and you all you you also mentioned off air you like just Working from a place of acceptance. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and working from a place of acceptance, of accepting oneself mm. um, to uh, know that, like, you are only in control of yourself and nothing outside of that. Right. Right, and that you can't control what happens, you know, later on that evening or what you have to do uh, later on in the week, right? Like, when you... You have to make time for those things, but right. but the important thing is is to be <clears throat> present and to accept where you are um, at that moment and to really be uh, present. <laughs> you know where I have this issue, anger what? issue. Oh my gosh! If you ever want to witness my anger, catch me in a road rage. <laughs> if I get cut That's off, so real. That's so real. Somebody just like honks out of nowhere disrespectfully and like. I don't know where that stems from, but the minute I feel disrespected on the road, like I, it's zero from a hundred really quick. I mean, I instantly, got, instantly, instantly, I come, man. I I can recall doing some pretty ridiculous stuff like during my road rage moments. I mean, I I could a few years ago. I remember just you know I got cut off. I was like, oh, you cut me off. I'm I followed this guy. I followed him all the way. I for like a good fifteen minutes. I just was on the road trying to get him. him just to cut him off. No, but him. listen, the minute we both pulled up to a stop, guess what I did? My petty ass grabbed the cup. I had like a, I think it was a cup of soda, threw it at his car, and I felt so much better and just drove away. I was like, I could have got myself shot. <laughs> for real, nah, that shit's real though. I cannot believe what... And that was the ego. That's working from a place of ego. That was the ego. That was me thinking that, who are you to cut me off? Uh-huh. As if I owe this mother... I own the re- the freaking freeway. Right. As if I... And it's like you... you uh, I felt entitled you did, to this. You did wrong to me, so I'm going to come and get you back, Exactly. Right? And you're so right that, like... I mean, doing a lot of that introspective work, right, of, like... Uh, asking ourselves, are we working from a place of ego? What is it? What does this mean? What is Man. what is this rooted in? Like that's that's what I've really taken from listening to you know Eckhart um, Tolle, Eckhart Tolle, and and Auntie Oprah. Yeah, you know, I mean, having these conversations about about what is, like what does this shit mean about uh, working outside of the ego, right? Right, and really being present. So how like how do we do these things, and what does this mean? Because what I've taken away from it is that, like, in every moment, you more than likely could be, wor- like, you are working from the ego. Right. Right. Working from... Oh, and, and, like, wait, the, the the instance you just shared, right, is, like, now that we're, now that time has passed, right, and you, in retrospect, you're looking back at it like, damn, that, that was totally the ego. A hundred percent. And every time, you know, like, and not to say that you're perfect and that when we step out of here, right. you might not experience it. I'm not again. as bad, guys. I'm not as bad now, but I still have some but like, some root issues there. But, like, to be present, right, To it means to be, like, the next time that comes up. Oh, it's you, different. You're, gonna, you, you're at a place where you've got to check yourself and be like, is this the ego? Just recently, again, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe a few days ago, I did. I got cut off 
almost in the same way I got cut off a few years ago. And this time, the first thing I asked myself was, what's it to me? This isn't my road. Mm. You know, like, why couldn't I slow down for him? Mm-hmm. He was probably in a rush somewhere. He's probably having a bad day. You know, and all of that really calmed my inner anger that was trying to come out from whatever time ago it stemmed, you know? So, yeah. it, you know, like, the being conscious allows us to really get that fast response. Like, wait, who are you to feel entitled to, you know, like, you know, because sometimes when people cut off, okay, if they give a wave, now I feel good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't, and now I'm angry because I feel entitled of a wave. Who am I? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like it's this whole entitlement thing, like, and that's what I'm trying to get rid of. Like, I don't care. I don't. Nobody needs. I don't. I don't feel entitled to a sorry anymore, an apology, a cue of like I'm so, anything. It's like I. I should not feel entitled to those things. Like that's my ego saying, you need to apologize to me. Right. You need to ask permission before you cut. Come on, that's that's ego. You talking about? I mean, you say a, a really important word there, right? Yeah. In, in terms of the ego, is thinking about like entitlement, right? Right. And, and just thinking about ourselves and who we are as individuals and the things that um, identify us, right? Because right? this is something else that they talk about is that we become so attached to these different identities that that make a, make up who we are that they're, that when those things are challenged or when those things are... Um, I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> when they're challenged or when they're, um, you know, when they're uh, disrespected. Right. That, like, we were so crushed. Right. Right. Or the ego was so crushed that now we need to do something to to feed the ego back, right? Or to, like, to pump ourselves, to pump the ego back up. So I feel like the example you're giving is is that, right? Like... You you were disrespected or you were you were crossed. Made, you were crossed. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, you don't know who the fuck I right. am. Right. And so let me show you who I am and, and put you in your place because you're not ego. A, <laughs> you're not a you're not better than me or you're not right. above me. You can't do that shit to you me. You didn't ask for permission. Right. Right. And it's and it's totally just ego. Yeah. It's Feeling, yeah, yeah. Go back to entitlement. Feeling entitled for something. It's like you owe me something, or like, you, it's just. It's hard. It's hard. It is. It's hard for us to even talk about this because it's such a new idea and a new way of thinking. You yeah. know, because honestly, ever since you shared this with me, I've really been thinking about ego and having a really hard time. Where like, it feels like my spirit is crushed a bit. You know what I mean? Because of doing a lot of that internal work of like asking myself, what, where is this coming from? Am I, am I moving? Am I navigating in this situation from a place of ego or from a place of logic, from a place of awareness? Like, what is this? Where am I? Right. Um, like an example is is just the the frustrations I've been having with like. Um, w- how do I say it? Speak to us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in in helping in helping raise a young one, right? Right. Like when when you when you give a, an instruction or you give a command, you expect it to happen when you say it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, 
um, for instance, if you had a young one who you want to wake up at a certain time and it's hard for, you know, like they're not waking up or they're not getting out of bed and you have to tell them time and time again, right? Mm. Every time you're mm-hmm. telling them, it's like, okay, and you still ain't getting up, okay, so then I feel, then you feel disrespected, right? Mm-hmm. And if you tell them another time, then and they're still not listening, it, it increases the amount of, like, the disrespect, right, or the disobedience that, um, that you feel. Right. Right, to the point of where you could blow up. So... I'm speaking. I'm speaking uh, in third person. I'm just speak. <laughs> I, I'm just speak from. This is my motherfucking experience. Um, but like, in helping raise my niece, right, right, and um, trying to just trying to get her up and get her ready and right. like get the day started. You know, how old is your niece? She's eight. Okay, she's finna be nine. Aww. but like just. Trying to get her up and right. and um, get the day started, you know, it can be very challenging because, you know, she's she's tired. She's a right. young person, you know, and she just want to sleep in. Who don't want to sleep in? I want right. to sleep in. Adults want to sleep in. Right. Right. But we got things to do, and so this whole week has been challenging. Also, I think because you know we just been working out and mm. our our schedule has gone later than usual. Um. But just having her not heed my instructions, right? Of mm. like waking up when I tell her to each time. It's like, damn, I, okay, she's not doing it. So then I feel disrespected. Right. Then I tell her again and then I feel like she's disobeying me, right? Quote, right. unquote. And I start to get angry inside to the point of where I have to yell, right? Because I don't want to smack, I don't want to like discipline her and smack her or whatever because. I'm not trying to um, damage, like, not well, yeah, damage her, but also not go to a place of violence. Mm. You know what I mean? And trying to just trying to be different from, you know, the the experiences that I've had. Many of us have had growing up, right? right. Like, trying to do things different, right? All of that to say that, like, she'll, you know, like once I raise my voice, then she'll finally get up. But I really feel inside the this like this evilness want to come out to really like put her down mm. right and say all of these names because she didn't listen to me mm. she didn't uh obey my command right mm-hmm. and it's like i just want to go off right. right and i really f- i really feel that inside but i hold it in because i know that it's wrong right. and even though i'm doing that that shit is so fucking uh heavy because it's like I'm processing it and working through it at the same time um, where I'm checking myself like, hey, dumbass, you know, right. like why you want to, you know, I want to say, I want to say shit like, oh, you know, you're stupid, you right. idiot, like da 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 da. And it's like, but why the fuck are you going to say that shit to a, she's a little girl. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. who the f- shut the fuck up. Calm right. down, right? So it's like really doing this introspective work of like, Where's that shit coming from? Like right. that's all ego, bro. Like Yeah. You, there has to be ways in which you can do this shit differently because that's not a healthy way of getting her to 
to listen, right? Yeah. Because not to say that she and sh- to enjoy and, listening. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's not a it's not a healthy way of you know setting setting boundaries and setting rules, right? Because it's like those should definitely be in place. Because right, I don't want her to grow up and not you know under like have a respect for right. her elders or others, right? right? Or even for herself, like I want her to. To have all of all of that, yeah. You right? you you want her to do things out of love and not fear. Yes. Because if when we say mean things, demeaning things, now we're conditioning her to be afraid of us. So she, she may not, you know, and, you know, if we continue to do that, and not saying that she do, because again, from my personal experience, I've I've seen it and I've done it before. Where yeah. I've said things out of my own anger, and I've literally demeaning things and and after I'm it's like I feel like crap but it's like I had to say it to get them to get up but now they have low self they struggle with low self esteem that that now they're afraid of me now they don't even want to do things with me because of the one that one traumatic word or that I said to them and it's like damn or this is the way that their it. their development uh you know like uh understands right. how to feel love or to be loved right because while I'm doing that, I'm also doing the other thing, right? right. And so what if later in life there's like a, a relationship that they're in or an intimate relationship where there's violence, but there's also love and like right. they feel like that's what they grew up with and that's what they're able to, or that's what they want to be with. Right, right. right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so like, I don't, it's just really a struggle because it's like yeah, having to it. do a lot of this internal work where mm-hmm. it's like you have to get to the root of shit. And I feel like asking ourselves that question of like, is am I operating from a place of ego? What is this? Why is that? Mm. Gets us to that point. And mm. that's why it's so hard because it's, it's really unlearning and unpacking mm. all of this shit that like you thought you knew or you thought that you deserved mm-hmm. or you thought that... Um, yeah, like just the shit you feel entitled to because because you, because of who you are, mm-hmm. right? Like because I am a th- an authority figure, because I am the uncle, uh, because I am the male, right? Like that comes with um, a certain amount of respect, and I feel like yes, but no, that that shit has to be earned, and you also mm. have to be better than like what you had before, right? Because I mean, I tell you, I you know, like yelling and even cursing, right? Like I feel bad about doing that, but the shit that I feel inside feels even worse, right? Because it's there, it comes up, but if but it feels even worse because I'm not letting it out. Wow. And like it's so dist- like I recognize the destructiveness in it, where it's like it really takes, uh, a, like it takes a toll on me because. Of its destructiveness. Man. And imagine if I unleash that shit onto her, then it's like, I'm damaging her, and then I'm fucking... Right. I ain't... I, ain't uh, I, would, I would feel like shit, you Isn't, know? Isn't... But I, I think one thing that I really picked up in what you just shared right now is that in her resistance came an unlocking of the root within yourself. Mm, like, yeah. in her, like, just whatever, like, her just... Re- not really being conscious of like ignoring you, but she's just being tired. In that very thing, 
you like there was just an unlocking of anger, frustration, just all these things from something that you've learned throughout the years. And it's crazy how like the lessons like and I I feel like it goes back to Eckhart Tolle because, you know, uh, he he really talks about or Oprah is constantly asking him, like, but what if like, you know, you have this and that and he always he always goes, has an answer. He always has an answer because, again, if it comes out, it's not the person's problem. That person, you should be happy that that person brought visibility to the root. And of now, your shit yeah, inside. And now it's your job, you know, but, but because we don't know how to communicate or understand it well within ourselves, we end up re- projecting that to somebody else. And now that person is damaged. Mm. But the whole time it was us not knowing how to understand it because right. we were unconscious. So we took shit out on people, but deep down there was a root that we weren't conscious of, which is called E-G-O. And that's the shit right there, right? Mm-hmm. We were not conscious of it. and what Completely unconscious. What this, what this seems to be telling us, right? Because, again... Haven't read the book yet. Just really been listening to the conversations. We're just over here talking like we bunch of e cartels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, we're getting a lot. Just we're learning from, through our own this. lessons. Right. And what, you, what you're saying is exactly it, sis. It's like, um, we, you know, and, and like, imagine if I wasn't conscious and, and I just was doing this shit, right? I know I would feel completely remorseful after, but what was happening at that very moment was that I was being conscious. Mm. Even though I had my moment and I yelled and I cursed, um, I didn't let the other shit out that I, that I felt inside or that I wanted to say. Because mm-hmm. I even wanted to say it under my breath and just to get it out. But to not let it out bruised the ego so bad, right? Like, And being conscious of... I know what that like. Being conscious of that did a lot, mm-hmm. right? It took it took it took me out though. It really took me out. Doesn't it feel liberating? In a sense, because you know I was able to go up to her and apologize <laughs> because I don't want to leave that where it's just like, yeah, you know, you dumbass, like you didn't listen, right. and so that's what happens when you don't listen. But really, just explain to her and apologize to right. her about I'm sorry I yelled at you, but. I'm only. I didn't know what else to do, and I'm trying to be better. Aww, and like Danny you know, boy. we got we gotta we gotta do this together. You know because that's amazing. It's not easy, you know, and and I could I could be an asshole, and, and you know I've said some really mean things before of like just threatening to send her home or sending her like you know to her mom or. Oh, you know, to a different school district. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm hella, uh, no, I'm hella dead too. Just, you know, I could be an asshole and that's because right. of the ego, right? Like when I, for any instance, if you don't get what you want, your ego is going to react in a way mm-hmm. where it's like, well, I'm going to get, I'm going to get it or I'm going to make people feel like shit so that I feel better, right? And and I, And you also mentioned it earlier about like, the whole purpose of really doing that internal work and asking ourselves, where are we working from? Is this is this my ego or is right. this or is this something else? Is because to be conscious and to do that work internally is what we can control. Yes. And when we can do that, we fully accept ourselves and we accept being present in the moment and not about you know what is outside of us. Right. I can't control 
I can't control her. Right. You know what I mean? I can only set right. set up set up boundaries or set up uh these things that will hopefully help her develop and grow and be an awesome individual. But like she has to be in control of all of that. And and she's eight, right? Like that that that's gonna take time to develop. Mm. Um but I think being uh, being present with her and not thinking that I can um, shape her. Right. Only that I can help set up these things that could help her development. Right. To become great mm-hmm. or to tap into her greatness and her power um, is, I guess, you know, the role. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm at a loss for words. I'm really. I, I, this is why it's hard. I'm trying to make sense of it all too. Right. It's I really love new. that. You know, as we're let trying to like let go of ego, it's like in exchange the universe is giving us humility. You know, because mm. we're practicing that. You know, and and not to sound, you know, like we're boasting about like we're humble, but you know when you know as you know like I hope that everyone like all our listeners is just you know encouraged to practice this you know because you know Danny Boy and I haven't mastered this we're nowhere near mastering. We ain't even about the book yet. But one thing that I'm grateful, you know, that as I let go of this egoic mindset, I'm picking up a form of discipline called humility. And practicing this has been, it should be a part of what we do all the time. And some, and you know what? I literally can be a witness to this. I, I have practiced, I've had my share of false humility, you know. Mm. And that was just, you know, just... Pretending like I'm humble, but deep down my ego's like, just like wanting more. Overjoyed, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, shit. no, no, I don't want it, but deep down I want it. Like, no, 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 thank you, but I love every piece of attention you're giving me. You know, mm. but we have, we've had our fair share, and it's not a, it's not a good thing. But that's something that I feel like I, I, I want to blame culture, but I feel like I got it from the Western cult influences too. You know, like it came from both both influences like uh, culturally in our in our pacific island you know um culture like i feel like what would ego look like without or what would our culture look like without ego like mm. from the chief standpoint from pastoral standpoint from like just how we govern as a family like what would we look like not without the ego cuz mm. i feel like we in some i mean in some settings i feel like with the the chief there has to be a strong ego in order for things to kind of be put in order. But mm. damn, I don't know. That's a that's a question that's we have to take. That's an interesting question. Yeah. What would it look like without ego? But I think you know, like I think at the what what come well not what I think. What comes up for me <laughs> is uh, I have to check myself with that. I, always, I love that. Let me, let me just call that you lot. on like, that. What is this whole thing? I really love how you're catching yourself. But where did that come from? Like. That really came from uh, my sister Flo. Rest in peace. You know, Flo, wow. Flo would uh, always say that, like, I'm not going to tell you what I think I know. I'm going to tell you what I know I Come know. On. You know what I mean? Come on. I believe those are the words. But, yeah, she wouldn't tell you what she thinks. She'd tell you what she knows. She knows. Yeah. And it's like, I got to stop saying. I love Flo. Shout out to Flo. Rest in peace, sis. I got to think, right? I have to just say, like, this is what it is. Right. Right? And Facts. Um. What comes up for me in, in your question is just that, like, 
we again we can't control any of that outsideness, right? Because um, the identity of being a son or a daughter or an aunt or an uncle or a father or a mother or any of that, right, is just is that like it's an identity, and we get so attached to the identity that that it is a part of us mm. when it's like we are we are beyond that in the sense of like there's a there's a time and a um a space where we are we are that and then we continue to grow and and be more than that mm. I, I don't know does that make sense like like what Eckhart Tolle was saying in that um in one of the episodes was talking about how we are so attached to these identities that Oh yeah, I remember when we that. grow and when we become, uh, when we mature, that we're held to those identities that right. we don't want to let go, right? Like how a mother will never want to stop being a mother, right? Right. Yeah. They will always want to protect and hold yeah. their children and and like keep them from harm or whatever. But like when they become adults, they no longer have control over them. Right. Yeah. They have to like their their uh, their children have to go off and they're in control of their lives. Right, yeah. Um, and just to think about, like, your question is, like, whatever that would look like, it would have to be, like, we would have to accept it because that's outside of, like, our control our as control, individuals, right? right? Like, um, the ego, the whole part about the ego thing, at least this is what I take from it, is that, like, again, we can't control outside of us yeah. we only can control what's inside and accepting right ourselves and the yeah. fact that like if we're being conscious and being present and always um and not working from an ego right right really just dead in the ego right then all we're able to do is to be present with ourselves right and in that accept others for where they're at yeah and not push them to where we want them to be right but to see them for where they're at right and and leave it at that. <laughs> right, yeah. I love what um, Tom, <clears throat> our um, sound engineer guy, shout out Tom. Everybody, you guys have know Tom. He's part of our family. <laughs> but Tom, uh, we we asked Tom, hey, what do what do you what do you what do you get when we talk, when we uh, mention the word ego? And I think if I remember correctly, he says that everyone has can only, you know, it's to each his own. Everyone, only one person can define their own definition of ego, you know, and that's true, you know, like. Yeah, he says, like, it's, to not, some a, it's degree. not a bad thing. Yeah, right? but it, it can be. But it can be. He says, yeah, it can be a positive, but it can be a negative, right? Like, yeah. there's ego, then there are people who could be egotistical. Right. Egomaniacs. Right. You know, just. And, yeah, I think, I think one thing that we have to just see when it comes to ego, or at least when it comes to the how Eckhart Tolle views it, is that just being conscious. You know, if you're aware of things that are, I guess, more on kind of like the negative side or feeling entitled or needy, that's the consciousness that, you know, Eckhart Tolle is talking about. Like, be conscious of those things and... I don't know if he goes on to elaborate. Maybe you can kind of talk about it, Daniel. But being conscious of the, those things and then what? What's the next step? Like dealing with it or like conscious? Because 
Because I'm sure everybody's conscious of like, you know, because I hear a lot of people like, oh, yeah, don't mind her. My auntie's me. You know, like, yo, don't mind my uncle. Don't, don't go. You know, like everybody's conscious of these things, but there's never the next step of like, mm. okay, now how do we deal with these things now that we're conscious? Well, I mean, what comes up for me is that like, like to say, oh, my auntie's mean. Don't don't mind her, right? Like, we, we. Everyone has that mean auntie, so you know. But that's, I mean, if that's the auntie's identity, right? That's where she's at, and mm-hmm. us as an individual, it's like we can't, we can't control that, right? Like we accept our auntie for who she is, and hopefully she gets to a place where she's better, but. But do you think we're enabling her if we don't say nothing? Well, I think what, not what I think. <laughs> <laughs> not what I think, but what has come up that I remember um, in the podcast that um, Eckhart Tolle was talking about is that uh, it's not it's not up to us, like enabling or not. Like we can't, yeah, we can't correct that person, right? Because or judge, yeah, or judge because that's then our ego. Right. Our ego was saying that like, oh, you're not where you should be. Should you're not should, yeah. you're not where I think you should, you should be. be. Um and therefore you need to do this, right? Like that's yep. the ego. Yeah. And so really being free from that is to be like, this is you could just say this is my aunt. Yeah. Not not even give her the label of this Yeah, is not my even me. give her the label, right? Just, it's like this, this is, is your aunt. And yeah. allow her actions to kind of speak for herself and you can judge it for she's a very unique individual or like she wasn't that bad because again one person's experience of mean could be another person's of nice experience of nice you know so because being able to see beyond our ego helps us to see beyond others yes you know at least that's what i want to believe yeah (laughs) and who and it, it feels like such a place of like uh, being elevated, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Being so elevated spiritually to to the point where it's like, you know, racism, discrimination, uh, judgment, right? All these things come your way, and it's as though you're above it because you have reached such a heightened sense, right? Like this is my th- thinking, or this is my thought. I don't know if that's actually true because we do have to deal with things like racism and discrimination, all these isms, mm. right? Um, and it's like those things can debilitate us, mm, right? Yes. Those things can really impact us. And, and the thing I want to uncover is like, is that, uh, is that, is it impacting us in that way because it's hitting the ego? Mm. That's a good, you know, that's a good way of looking. I mean, at that's it. something I'm. I want to understand. I want to uh, uh, unpack something that I'm struggling with because while I want to reach that elevated sense, right, of consciousness, I also know that like these things are real, right, and in like doing social justice work and in doing community work, um, and wanting to push up against uh, essentially all that oppression. Um, and even work towards liberation, right? And liberation could be unpacked in so many ways. But like, is 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 that the ego? Uh, because because I'm so tied to those identities of wanting to work um, from a frame of like social justice and and uh, 
and um, yeah, just social justice and uh, getting power back to the people, right? Because it feels mm. it feels like it's selfless, right? Because it's not just about the one; it's about the all. Right. But is it is it the ego that makes me? I speak for myself. Me feel that way. Mm. You know, I don't know. One of the things I, one of the many things I'm questioning with, yeah. myself because of being so conscious and so aware, and maybe maybe the idea or the answer is is that you can't control any of that. Right, right. You just gotta be, you know, present. You gotta accept yourself, and you gotta accept where you are. Right. And then you're able to, in return. <clears throat> accept all that outside shit for what it is. I don't know, yo. I don't know. <laughs> Just, you know, one thing I that came to mind as we were talking about um, this whole kind of ego thing was um, I, I literally had, like, this picture of, like, a few years ago where I remember attending a funeral, and there was, like, um, you know, I, I, I recall the pastors seated by status. Yep, yep. You know, and um, as always, yeah, then there, you know, like I knew the first row were like the way more important, prestigious, you know, they get the bigger envelope, they get the bigger envelope. And then the back row would be kind of like, you know, just the smaller envelope, yeah. <laughs> the smaller layman's. <laughs> so the bigger envelopes in the front, the smaller envelopes in the back. And I just like I thought, man, I that could really hit someone's ego. You know, knowing um, just kind of like, you know, where people are as far as like status and like, I don't really, I mean, that's probably a question maybe you can answer or maybe I could probably ask, you know, when I go and ask my auntie, uncle or daddy. (laughs) But like, what is it with that? You know, why is status so big? And like, I, like, I can really see how that can really damage an ego and where people are constantly fighting and now motives are not good because now their motives is like, I just want to do it for what's being seen mm-hmm. or for higher envelope and nobody's doing doing it for because they like to do the work of God because they're passionate for help people and repair, mm. you know, like, you know, it loses passion. It loses the purpose of their work because now they're their status is, you know, or their self-worth is in their status and wherever their status is positioned, that's their worth. So it's kind of like... It's the identity. I know, and that... It's being tied... I can see how that could affect ego, tied though. Tied to the ego. Yeah, no, and it's... I mean, that's a great question. That's... And that could be that could be uh, replicated in so many circumstances. Right. Yes. I, I don't, I don't want to have the answer to that. <laughs> no. I mean, because I even thought, like, when I used to minister, I remember Word. as a woman, mm-hmm. I was given the lesser platform. Mm. Versus when I go to... You yeah. know, some Tongan, some Samoan churches, there were where there would be the platforms that are in the higher stage, and then there's the lower platforms on the low, uh, d- not right under the stage, not under, but like you know, be- before the stage, you know, just on the the lower level, the lower level. But I remember, like, I used to get offended. My ego, this is years ago, but I, my ego would be like. Yeah, because it feels damn. like damn, I ain't shit. Yeah, because I was like, wait a minute, you you called me to speak, and I'm and I'm speaking where like. You know, your layman's, you know, speak. Like, I'm here to speak to the church, the congregation, not just to your young people, but whatever. But I, I can recall it damaging, like, my ego, thinking that, wait a minute, I should be entitled to speak there. I'm just as, like, you know, like, I bring the word just as e- 
equally as the person behind you or even you. And I, that, that was a bad space for me, but I used to think like that. I used to be like, I should be treated like any that, other speaker that you have here. I, and what's coming up for me is that maybe that was seeking validation from the outside when yeah. the validation just really needed to come from within. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's that whole acceptance yes. thing of like, okay, this this may this is what it's this is what's coming up for me about being viewed in this way here. Oh yeah. But like to be completely present and to be removed of the ego would be that like I know who I am. I know right. what I'm worth. I know what I give and and this is how I'm going to you know give it my all even if I'm in this position or of in course. that position. Yeah. And that was a uh, you know years ago but this is me looking back. Right, right. I can Retrospect. just see Ego, 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 ego yeah. because now I'm just like, I wish, because I would have, you know, I felt like I would have, another level of freedom would have been just like released through my message if I had just functioned from a place of a non-egoic mindset, mm. you know? But I was just like, my mindset was just like, man, you, I didn't feel respected. I didn't feel like um, treated right. You know, I just felt like. You know, I think with. No, not what I think. Fuck. Damn this thing. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna say what I know. Yeah. The what's coming up is that you, from your what you just shared and what I shared is really that there's beauty in the reflection. Major. And and huge lessons, right? Huge. In, in moving forward and like how though that's where we wished we were. Yeah. And this is where we're going to work towards now. Yeah. Right. Because now it's a different it's a different ball game right no, we really doing that internal work right. to just and it's about practicing practicing not being seen mm-hmm. practicing good doing the good things that you would have done in front of hundreds of people right and not not demand respect not demand visibility not demand a standing ovation just do things because that's who you are you know mm. that's a practice and that's been therapy lately for me you know because it's like we live in a world right now, especially with social media, where it's like we we want to be seen, you know, because that's where, like, everyone gets to show who they are or what they do behind scene. It's like... Dang. Or what they, quote, unquote, want to show that they do behind scene. That's deep. But, yeah, but nah, this practice has been great. Because what are some good that we've been getting... I mean, we spoke a little bit right now, but, like, what are some other good things that have come out of this form of discipline? I I believe the biggest thing has been being present. Mm. Uh, to be present with the thoughts, be present with uh, the ego, right, and really be able to be outside of yourself to to look at yourself and the situation and be like, where are you working from? Where is this coming from? What are the deeper seated things that are there? I love that, it. That's what's come up for me. I love it. Because even what you were saying right now about visibility and being seen and all of that, like, so many questions are coming up for me with the ego mm. thing about, like, you know, thinking about why we're doing this, right? right. Why, why we're doing the podcast, and is is like, is it from a place of ego? Is this is this us just wanting to create and and put it out there, and it'll be what it'll be, right? You know, so many critical questions come. Damn up. you, critical thinker. I mean, not to say that any of it's wrong right. or right, but, you know, just some food for thought that's coming yeah. up. Yeah, I know with the motives and agenda that I have behind this podcast, I feel like 
see, there I go. I, I go, I feel, you go, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that on my end that I have no ill intentions when I want to put out content, you yeah. know, especially when I share my opinion, you know, like I just share it freely from a place of passion and love and experience, you know, so I have really no, I mean, you and I, you, but you and I both have no, like, we don't sit here and say, we need to do this because we need about a hundred, uh, th- we need to meet a hundred thousand listeners and by the end of the week or else, you know, or we ain't shit. our work ain't shit, you know? Like, I'm I'm grateful that we don't hold that type of, like, expectation towards each other. You know, at, at the same time, we're mindful of, like, you know, being aware of content, being aware of, like, stream, but that's not our, that's not our value in right. there. You know, our value is, like, we come here because we are both passionate people that have an opinion, that have experiences, and that have a view. And we just want to, you know, put it out there. And share it with people. And have a con- yeah, we just have a conversation. Yeah, right? and it may be, it may be ill informed. It may not be conf- completely informed, but but like the idea and the thoughts are there, and like let's just talk about it and process it out and figure out what it is. Because I feel like even with this, right, right, like we're not we're not super um, informed or educated. We're just working, or uh, we're just talking about what's coming up from us from what we've listened to thus far. Right. And, we, you know, like, we should listen more to uh, the podcast and we should read the book. Right. Um, and get into deeper conversations with right. more information, so. Because I can give a rat's ass what people think about my opinion. <laughs> I really don't. And, and, and that's to be removed from, right. from the ego, right? Because right. we're doing this from a place of self and being present and... Um, being in the world right right and like just putting this out there for those who find joy in it who find solace in it who find comfort right and those that don't that's cool yeah it ain't for you and i just feel like anytime you re- you are able to see the agenda the hidden agenda in your heart then just bring it back to yourself and align it like is this Dissect it more. Yeah. Is this ego? If not, you know, let let the ego be your, like, I want to say your screening, <laughs> but the ego is, that's probably not a good way of saying it. The ego is just, there just needs to be a healthy way of just living and living with your ego, you know? And I feel like we're in a space where we're Figuring. balancing it out and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just great to bring conversations about this. I feel like we can go on and on about this, you know. Yeah. But I'm grateful for it because it's really allowing my inner self to grow and be challenged. Because there are and a be lot. present and be present. Being conscious has been life for me. Mm-hmm. It's been brand new. Like there have been plenty of times, even when I'm alone and one and people, it's like I want to put down my phone and I should do it more. I need to be more conscious of that. Like stay away. Like, stop using the excuse of, like, I want to just see, you know, kind of see network and be out there with the For the Cultures podcast. And, and you know, I, I need to stop using that excuse. Sometimes that's my compromise of going back on social media and just kind of <laughs> doing my own thing. My agenda is, like, literally not good. But just finding, being conscious of where you are, who you're, who you're with, and who you are, you know? Like, what are the emotions that are coming up? What are the motives? I feel like motives are big with ego, mm-hmm. right? 
or even I think also to that point is like to just sit with yourself and listen to your breath mm. and take your breaths, right? And be conscious and like, even it may sound ridiculous, but lying there and sitting with yourself and with every breath you realize, okay, I'm taking in this breath. Now I'm releasing this breath. Right. I'm taking in this breath. Now I'm releasing it. Yeah. And and if thoughts come up in your mind, check what they are. Mm-hmm. See if you can move past it. See if you can silence it and just continue to be present and be focused on your breath and see what that does. You know, like it could be like that's being present. Right. Even yeah. even if you're like walking somewhere and you're like taking a step, it's like, all right, I'm stepping with this foot and I'm stepping with that foot. Yeah. I'm feeling, the, uh, you know, I'm moving my hand this way and I'm moving my hand that way. And you know what's pretty, been pretty cool? Because I've got to see some fruit in my consciousness, you know, and not to say it in a boastful way, but it was, it was good to know that every time I go, you know, check in with my therapist, it was good to, to tell, to give back to my therapist, like all the great reports. Cause now, you know, because my therapist used to be the one to be conscious for me. Like Bex, did you know that that was this? And did you know that this was happening when you were angry or whatever? And now I'm doing that within Mm. myself. Yeah. He, she used to be the conscious voice for me. Now I'm my own conscious voice. You're conscious of your... Of my... Conscious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm conscious of every emotion. Right. But before, I used to be so unaware of it when I would go to my therapist. and be like, listen, I would do this and this and this and that. And I don't know why all of a sudden... And then she would be like, well, did you... Did you know that this was happening? Well, probably because of this. You know, they were, they would see the bigger picture, you know, mm-hmm. and that's them being conscious of me, my unconscious. Yeah. And now I'm like going back and just being totally conscious of everything to where like my therapist is like, oh, wow, you know yourself. You're starting to know yourself well enough to catch these things. And yeah. it was like totally playing the role of my therapist now because I'm so used to my therapist being that voice of conscious in my mind. That's you doing that internal work. Yeah. And, you know, doing the internal work is hard work. Hard. But necessary is necessary Mm -hmm. for the next level. Wherever you're going in life. To elevate. (laughs) It really is necessary. It's not easy. Nobody ever wants to deal with the shit that has been buried because everyone, it's easier to be angry than sad. It is. So, yeah. It's easier, you mean, like easier to be angry than happy. happy. Yeah. yeah, be happy to be sad to be anything. The first we all we translate. I I shouldn't even say we because I used to translate every emotion into anger. Word. When I when I was sad when I lost somebody angry. Mm. When somebody disrespects me angry. Mm. When I feel like you know when when I'm hurt anger. It's like dang. Why is everything translated into anger? Why can't I just be sad and just feel that and really sit in that moment of sadness? Why can't I just be hurt and just sit in that moment of hurt? Why can't, you know, it's like, ah, the process. That's where, you you know, when you understand the ego, you're able to really get to the root of every emotion, every trauma, every experience. So. It's a process. It's a process. It's a journey. Danny Boy and I are still on that journey just stepping foot <laughs> <laughs> but we're loving it right yeah yeah it is um growing pains it is growing pains definitely you know there's there's a there's a blessing in it you know you just got to be able to talk it out you know and 
be able to speak it out. Because I think in doing this and even talking before, you know, we got in front of the mic, it was it was really just like an aha moment of like, yeah, I've been going really bad all week. And in a even though I'm like there's these moments, I have felt like I was in a funk. And even mm-hmm. being in that funk is like, yo, mm-hmm. you know you want to be joyful. Like, get out of that funk. Get mm-hmm. out of that funk. And it was just hard because, like I said, right, like addressing the ego and holding back from what was inside took a toll, mm-hmm. right, which put a damper on the joy that I'm feeling. Nonetheless, the joy is there and... You know the sunlight can come through and break through these uh, these these dark moments inside that the ego right causes. <laughs> Damn you, ego! But you know we're gonna continue to figure this shit out, yeah. and I think you know at, at this we're at a good point where you know we're just gonna leave that there on the table. It ain't perfect. It ain't clearly defined. You know I think this is us talking and processing it out and you know just really thankful to those who are listening and and um you know might feel all over the place because of like <laughs> where we're going and how, and how we're trying to understand this but like if you all feel like if anything is coming up for y'all tap in and like let's right. talk about it let's figure this shit out together right and even to hear from y'all about what you feel you know is it can help us as well right because although we're, we are talking literally directly to and about ego, I think our bigger message is that learning how, is learning how to be conscious, you yeah. know, like to I know, be present, to be present. Like ego is one of the things that we want to be conscious of, but that's not the focus. It's like we want to have that discipline of consciousness, you know, mm-hmm. and that's just where we are right now in our headspace. And it's been working. It's been be better. Yeah, it's just being better, being being positive, just being great. So yeah. Whew. Oh, that's a lot. That was too much. There we go again trying to make this a <laughs> a therapy room. It is though. This is a this is a form of therapy and you know, we we going to figure this shit out. Yeah. We have a guest next week, right? We does. So excited. Should we t- should we kind of leak the name of who's coming here next week so everyone can be excited and go spread the word that this person is coming in? Yeah, let's do it. Should we? Should you know? I'll let you go ahead and explain. We have this the honor of having a special guest all the way from Samoa, from New Zealand, from all over the world. Um, she's an artist. She's a creative. She is so many things. Uh, we have the pleasure of having Yuki Kihara Ooh. on the show with us next week. Uh, one of the co-authors of the book that we have uh, been delving into as well. Um, Samoan Queer Lives. Come on. Uh, That's going to be exciting. It is very exciting. Yes, Yuki's going to be with us. So make sure y'all tune in. The next episode. Next episode, episode 26. Spread the word. We will have Yuki in the building. That's awesome. Uh, And we can't wait to see you. Can't wait to engage in conversation and just share knowledge, share wisdom. Yes, yes. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Again, as always, you know, we, we're we here just doing this shit for the culture, man. We're trying right. to figure it all out together. Day by day. Um, how you going to take care of yourself for the rest of the week, Danny boy? Uh, how I'm going to take care of myself this week is continuing to be conscious. 
Mm. And continuing to check the ego and, and just be better than I was last week. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, again, it was hard. And just continuously thinking about the ego and where I'm operating from, it was hard because it's damaging, right? Like, I'm really addressing the ego inside, and the ego don't want to be right. um, told, you know, like, told or checked like that because, you know, you feel a certain way, like, you you're, you you don't need all that, but right. we do. Right. And so... I, f- I feel like this week I'm going to continue to do it and nice and nice. be better in it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Bex? How are you going to take care of yourself this week? Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. I'm going to practice the state of consciousness, you know, being very conscious in everything, you know, not just in my ego, but in the creative side as well, you know, mm. like after sharing my breath with you, you know, <laughs> want to, you know, just kind of put stuff out there with you, with more creatives. I feel like we need to do a mixer. I'm going to go do a mixer in my second job. Do a mixer, put it out there. Everybody invited, all the creatives just come and let's We're going to put that together. I know. I just feel like we, it needs to happen, you know, mm-hmm. and really, again, I love what um, you guys put. Uh, why am I blinking out her name? On the episode 20, your Lisi, Alisi. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, just that word that you guys put out there, courage, you mm. know, that has been like the theme for me, you know, after listening to that episode that you guys did an awesome job doing. Um, be more courageous in every area of my life. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. And whether it's in creatives, be courageous. Being conscious, be courageous. Just trying everything and being courageous in all. So Word. I know that was your yours as well. That's something that you're sticking to from what... Yeah. So It's, take, it's, gonna, it's definitely taking a lot of courage to do all of this, so... Especially with that red hair, you know, you took X, you know, you came out and you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you all for tapping into episode 25. This has been a pretty cool episode. Words. Tap in with us next week. Until next time, we out. Peace. Peace, love, and happiness. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture.